listening to Bedroom Frequencies, keeping your bedroom at the perfect frequency, all day and all night on 107.3 Represent. Where you're standing there, I would never know you care. on your mind I will never know what's there bedrooms at the perfect frequency that was leon Ware, and that track was called as you could probably tell you are the way you are leon Ware wrote that song for marvin gay but that is the original demo which i love i love that track it's such a good vibe such a good way to start the show 
and uh, thank you to Lashauna for the last two hours. You're now tuned into Bedroom Frequencies on 107.3 Represent. This is our first official show, like Ooh. first, first. Yeah, this is the first official Bedroom Frequencies extravaganza. I hope you guys liked the little intro. Shout out to Henny for producing that. Henny Knights of the Knighthood Society. Remember the name. Remember. Remember the name. <laughs> and also to the wonderful Aisha Raquel for providing her sultry vocal. Now, what have we got coming up on the show today? Well, coming up on the show today, this week I spoke with the amazing Jaden Clover from Birmingham. I'm sure many of you listening will already be aware of her. And that interview, the interview that you're going to hear today, I mean, it's my first interview, but it's my favourite. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I've also got tunes from Sangendal, who is just this out there musician who does really obscure versions of old jazz tunes but this is his more meditative work intellect obviously coming through with his new single and the count and today i've got tunes from Merin t she's just dropped a double single release uh i've got a track from amindi and also celeste has just dropped an amazing album so i'm going to play a tune from there so all types of relaxing vibes for your sunday afternoon let's jump into something from kamal williams and this is off his new album wuhan and this track is entitled hold on and features lauren faith Thank you. 
spectral frequencies. There is 
And that was the warm analog sounds of Jordan Lee with Mantra. That one gave me like some Jameson vibes. I really, really like that one. Now coming in is a Bedroom Frequencies classic. And I'm hoping it's going to be a worldwide classic as well. It comes from the wonderful Cleo Soul. And this is When I'm In Your Arms.
Coming out of Cleo Soul, we head into Salt, a British collective comprised of anonymous artists and producers. Now, the anonymity adds to the allure and is just a testament to why they were on so many albums of the year lists. We're going to take it back to 2019 with this beautiful track, Masterpiece. Just can't keep falling 
This one coming in is Birmingham's Philiba featuring Maddie Saskia and this one is called Until. I could go out It still wouldn't help Smoking one or two Wouldn't do I'd still be thinking of you I hope this don't last This is Maron T, and you are now tuned into Bedroom Frequencies. Oh, my God. 
So that was the sounds of my South London sister, Meryn T. She just dropped a double single, Daily Crazy Out of Love, and that was in collaboration with producer Say G. Now we're going to jump into something from Amindi. This one is entitled, You Win Some, You Lose Some. Two bedroom frequencies.
back of him Going back and forth But this pain is in my chest I'm braving it again Thinking how does this make sense I'm hoping they're just friends How love is tainted by the That incredible vocal you just heard was Celeste with Both Sides of the Moon and she collaborated with Got Street Park and that is off her new album Not Your Muse and it's a deluxe edition. That track just sounds like it could have been written for Adele really. So coming up we have our special guest. That's right. So earlier on in the week, I spoke with Jaden Clover, a truly unique singer-songwriter from Birmingham. And we talked about her ascension within the scene and all of the romantic injustices that inspired her 2020 EP, Recovering Lover. Bedroom Frequencies. The first question I wanted to ask you was, obviously, we, we're called Bedroom Frequencies and our whole thing is finding che- whoever's tunes set their bedroom at a decent frequency mm-hmm, mm-hmm. to be with your lover, to sleep, to do whatever. Yeah, yeah. But if you didn't mind my asking, what is the sort of music that you like to play for yourself? I do love Alina Barra's uh, Lavender and Velvet. So that will set your bedroom at an energy that you feel good in. Yes, definitely. You've been championed by a lot of people in London. People in London are definitely very intrigued. And Dark Stepper last week spoke with Elijah Banksy in New York and he spoke very highly of you. At what point or single did you feel that people started giving you the attention you deserve? I kind of want to say call me, um, but I think initially kind of I wish you. Uh, so late last year, well, late 2019 now, um, from that, people were kind of like, oh, okay, like she's continuing to do music and oh, she can make something kind of catchy. Um, but then my EP came along and that was like a full body of work. And from there, people were like, wow, like, okay, so you can write as well. 
Um, and then I feel like Call Me was kind of like a part of the cherry on top kind of thing. So yeah, maybe, may, I think as soon as I started working with Dylan the Infamous, that, that was it. And was that on I Wish You? Yeah, it was. And then the EP and then Call Me, yeah. So before you started working with Dylan the Infamous, you can, you can hear there's a distinct difference between those three singles. And then when yeah. you hit to, hit to I Wish You. When you met with him and collaborated with him, did you feel you'd found the perfect catalyst for how you wanted to write? To be fair, I don't kind of deep it like that. I kind of just think, okay, if I vibe with a B, I vibe with a B. Um, and it kind of just became a thing that I just kept vibing with Dylan's beats. Um, and I've just kind of held him really, really close and kept that relationship because we just make really, really good music together.
you dropped your EP Recovering Lover last year and to me it feels like a telling of stories of an all-consuming love but not one that is necessarily positive yeah and I've read that you don't necessarily draw completely from your own experience you're able to draw from other people's experience in your writing which is great but was your purpose of the album to make other people feel like they weren't alone in it like also you know to be messed deeply messed up over someone isn't yeah definitely because from lovers anonymous so with that song um and even from kind of like the shoot that i did um for the artwork um i kind of made a hotline 0121 wreck love and it's kind of like it's a way to say to people like this is normal like you know it's normal to kind of you know feel for people or have negative feelings for someone but you know like get out of that now like here's kind of something to help you a care package to help you kind of see this person for what they really are um and so yeah i think um each kind of each song is kind of a step to getting out of that infatuation of this person and just being totally kind of rose tinted glasses for them yeah that's what i hoped it would be that's why it was so empowering because it wasn't and it also wasn't hypersexualized, so mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it didn't need to be because the sultriness of it, the sex was there. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, the sensuality of it was all there, so it was still a lover's record. But you didn't have to, you didn't have to delve in any typical subjects. Yeah, because I didn't I didn't want because I did say to my engineer I was like you know I don't want to make it gender specific it doesn't need to be and I think the only song that is is her over me um, and that's more kind of like you know a position from me but it can also be a song from anybody because um, Kalani's got a song um, nights like this and she is talking about you know wanting a girl to kind of like her back so it you know my songs don't necessarily have to be he, she, her, whatever, you know, it can be for anybody and everybody. So I discovered Helen Fisher through your project and I listened, I even listened to the podcast which you got them samples from. Did you choose them samples or was that, is that your engineer being that enlightened? No, 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 that was me. Um, I wanted something to kind of carry the EP um, and I wanted there to be, because at first when I started the EP, it was just kind of like, I didn't even start the EP as an EP, I started it as singles um, and then I kind of realised, oh, there's a theme here and like it carries each other um, and I use Helen Fisher to kind of, you know, solidify that story um, and just a lot of things she was saying, it's, it's just things that people wouldn't even think about, like, you know, her over me and she says, you know, you can, you can love two people at one time, but you just probably love the other person more. Um, so yeah, she she just really carried it. I remember just sitting and watching those TED Talks and think, ah, okay, it matches so well and they sit so well together. So yeah, shout out Helen Fisher. Shout out Helen Fisher. Yeah, she's um a I haven't got her official stats here, but it's, it's a more scientific approach and understanding mm-hmm. of love, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. Definitely. Do you think it's a good coping mechanism to think of love as science, not as a almost biblical thing um i don't know you know like i don't really kind of think about love in a sense because i don't think i've ever kind of been in love to kind of you know have an opinion on it um especially not in kind of you know in terms of a relationship and i think the ep is kind of like 
you know, it's more about lust. Um, but people, I think our generation, we kind of, you know, we we get confused with what the idea of love is and disguise that for lust or get it mis like you know, get it, you know, incorrectly perceived as love, but really it's lust kind of thing. Um, and so yeah, I think I think the EP kind of um, wanted to kind of portray a form of emotional intelligence as well um, and allow people to kind of explore the emotional intelligence of love and you know that you do have to kind of you can't just be head over heels for somebody you have to really think about it um, and going it with your head and not just your heart so yeah all oh, these questions are really good <laughs> a theme of the telephone throughout the EP you've really utilized mm -hmm, the telephone mm -hmm. and yet call me is post EP yeah was it initially intended for the album no the EP, not sorry? at all no not at all um like I keep saying to my manager like every kind of demo that I do I talk about a phone call and I think it's lockdown kind of you know having a really big impact on my writing but I think even kind of her pieces of me sorry pieces of me has you know very strong vibes with the EP as well and I think I just kind of wanted to carry on that feeling carry on telling the story mm. um but I just feel like call me is more of a I'm in this situation whereas the EP was I'm out of the situation looking in do you know what I mean? Um, so yeah, no, it wasn't meant to be on the EP, but I did kind of want to carry that vibe on because I, I love that vibe and it gives me, like it makes me just feel mature in music. You know what I mean? It makes me kind of feel, um, I don't know, like 
like grown like a grown woman going through some stuff so you're evidently looking to push a more experimental sound in r&b and after listening to your ep i think your particular method of experimentation is unique you let the lyrics and the phrasing do the work have you ever felt your voice was too unique to be understood yes um growing up people would always take the mic out of my voice like i'd be called white girl coconut like people would always kind of laugh at my voice and you know and how high pitched it is because it used to be more high pitched than this when i was younger um and it kind of just makes me think like wow the one thing that people used to kind of you know pick on me for is what i used today to tell a story and you know to to create art um so yeah i don't know i feel like i do kind of use my voice effortlessly when i when i do sing because i know that i don't need to kind of you know overdo it so much um and yeah and i think even compliments from people saying that oh i could just listen to you talk all day or i could listen to you just sing all day it it makes me happy because i know that i'm not necessarily trying so hard and that if i need to like the next single like i i am singing on it which i am singing on all of the songs but you know it's just a bit of a different approach um so yeah yeah i guess um yeah just growing up kind of made me kind of think like i need to do something with my voice i need to show people you dropped a video for your track mr nice guy the video is quite is very strong with the weaponry involved and everything there's a lot of um yeah it's an intense video but i couldn't figure out personally who is mr nice guy are you no more mr nice guy saying i'm not mm. dealing with this rubbish from men no more or is he somebody who pertains to be a Mr Nice Guy and that's why you run him down. So yeah, Mr Nice Guy, um it's kind of me saying, you know, no more Mr Nice Guy. I'm kind of done with being nice to people who kind of, you know, just kind of come in and just break my heart. And then there's also the no more, I'm not going to tolerate Mr Nice Guy's rubbish anymore. Um and that kind of that song is kind of based on the same person that inspired I wish you because you know I wish you were as nice as you think you are and then one of my friend's sister's um blogs that she wrote um and it was based on Scott Pilgrim versus the world um and in that blog she kind of explained types of mr nice guys you know guys that feel sorry for themselves guys that say to girls oh i never get girls like you and just different kind of types of mr nice guys um and a friend sent that to me and after reading that i was like okay i need to like do something about this because there's too many mr nice guys but like, you guys need to start like <laughs> you guys need to chill on that and using that as a motive to kind of get girls so yeah yeah it's it's kind of you know me being sick and me calling them out um and kind of you know educating people as well educate in people what to look out for in a person and people to kind of identify whether they are a nice guy love it <laughs> If we could just break all of these clichés of behavior, we could be living good. Yes, honestly. Honestly, but here we are. <laughs> Not living good. Yeah. It's crazy. It's crazy. And then lullaby as well. I might as well tell you. Um 
that song is about me actually killing the guy. I knew it was. Um, I knew it was murderous. <laughs> I knew it was. That was my last question. Yes. Yeah. <gasps> mm-hmm. Yeah. Because uh, in Jones, I'm saying, you know, if you just left me alone, I'd be happily sitting at home on my Jones. Um, and after kind of doing the music video for Mr. Nice Guy, I thought it would have been better to do Jones. I don't even remember what order they're in now, but I think Jones is after Mr. Nice Guy. It would I think have been it's better before, to do Jones. You know, with... but... Is it? Oh, no. Yeah. Jo- oh, no. But yeah. No, beg your pardon. Jones is after Mr. Nice Guy and then before Lullaby. Okay. Yeah. So. Because of the music video for Mr. Nice Guy, I'm out and about with this baseball bat hunting this guy down. And Jones is kind of saying, you know, if you just left me alone, I'd be sitting at home, not chasing you with a bat because you're Mr. Nice Guy. And so it all kind of fits together, really. Um, And then, yeah, Lullaby. There was meant to be sirens at the end of that song, but I think we took them out. Um, And yeah, it's just, you know, I kill him because I can't let this happen to another girl. You know, same stuff, different boy. Every single time. <laughs> no more Mr. Nice Guy. I just waste your time. I wanna say no more Mr. Nice Guy. Cause I just waste your time. Don't really care about you anymore I had you all my life Every time and now you're wanting more I don't want that from you I don't need that from me I don't want that from you I don't need that from me Cause no more Mr. Nice Guy They just waste your time Oh, Mr. Nice Guy, you've done it. I 
of a psychotic narrative of regarding you obviously not otherwise you wouldn't have done call me but <laughs> yeah um yes I am to be fair because people do come to me and say oh my gosh like I'm so sorry that happened to you and I'm like no 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 like these are stories like I'm creating a story like they haven't necessarily happened to me personally or as deep but you know I've had kind of you know, a bit of that. I've, I've experienced a little bit of it and you just have to kind of take these stories and make them grow. But yeah, no, I do get worried that people think that I am probably like a problem, but I promise I'm not a problem. <laughs> yeah, it's high art because it's a metaphor for mm -hmm. the more you can heighten it, mm -hmm. the better. I'm so glad you said that. That's literally just what it says here. <laughs> Lullaby is almost murderous. I was like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and to be fair, when I um, when I was doing that song, um, I wanted to show my granddad, but I didn't get the chance because he passed away. He passed away the night after filming Mr. Nice Guy. Um, and I remember I wanted to show him the song because he played guitar and I knew that he would love those guitars, but I just didn't ever get the chance. Um, but yeah, man, yeah. I'm glad, I'm glad you picked up. I'm really glad you picked up on that. Just before we wrap up, I just wanted to ask you something about Call Me. Obviously the feature is Danny Sanchez and I just wondered how it was that you came to meet him and collaborate with him. So I met Danny Sanchez in lockdown one on Instagram. Um, and I remember he messaged me, he was like, yo G, like, I love your music, like, we should definitely work. And I was kind of like, when people say that, it's just kind of like, yeah, cool, we'll work, but will it ever happen? Who knows? Um, and it, he came through, but he initially sent me something. Um, so maybe that's something that's coming this year, who knows? Um, but then, uh, yeah, I did call me and I was showing it to him and he was like, yeah, let me jump on it. I was like, okay, cool. And then as soon, I think like within two weeks, he'd got his vocals back to me. He'd written something and we were good to go. We were really good to go. <laughs> his feature took away from the from the psychotic nature of it because you could hear there was an empathy for him. He, he was like, you know, I do like you, but allow it so and that was I think quite that was humble of you to do to be able to include that on your song. yeah to be fair because I think a lot of people kind of take the bad side of his verse and think you know I was just being a typical boy but then for you to kind of you know hear that he was able to empathize and be like you know I know I can call you all the time but yeah yeah he did uh, he did really really well on it and he portrayed the role so so well and People just keep complimenting that we sound so good together and that we, you know, gel on the song, which is great. So seeing as you've managed to explain it so well, I wondered if you would do us the honour of introducing your new single for us. Hey, this is Jaden Clover and you're listening to my latest single, Call Me, featuring Danny Sanchez.
frequencies on represent 107.3 so that was my interview with the amazing Jaden clover from birmingham and i'd really like to thank her that was my first interview and i'm really glad it was her you can find Jaden clover at Jaden clover all one word her name is Jaden clover all one word no spaces twitter instagram soundcloud at Jaden clover it is no secret in our house that the project recovering lover just turned me out i I haven't resonated with a project that strongly in a long time. Support the new single, Call Me, featuring Danny Sanchez. Watch the video. The video is sick. And I actually need to know what she's doing next. I cannot wait to hear what Jaden Glover does next. Coming in now, we have something of a slight throwback to 2019. Hector Plimmer and Ego Ella May, Before the Sun. Oh, 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 
coming in now. We have Istanbul's Alexander and his track Dotty's Theme. Bedroom Frequencies Hotline. We can't take your call right now, but please leave your musical malfunction after the tone. Hey Bedroom Frequencies. I've been feeling really low lately, but listening to your show has helped me connect to a higher vibration. Can you recommend a song that like, makes me transport into another realm? Hey caller, I definitely empathise with you. We all need to escape to another dimension sometimes. Let me hook you up with a little bit of Sam Gendel and Ethan Braun. Sam Gendel is a real boundary pusher and this track is off his latest album, Rio Nilo 66. I really hope it gets you there, girl. 
spectrum frequencies. So tell me, everybody got a love story, right? That was the dope sounds of Liv, producer, songwriter, and that track was entitled What's the Real of her album Couldn't Wait to Tell Ya. Underneath us is the sounds of Goucher Lost Work. He just dropped a redacted version of his 2019 album Information, which came out on Ghostly International. This track is one of my favorites and it's entitled Warming Up.
That was Warming Up by Goucher Lustwork. Up next, we have The Count featuring Noam with Right Here. This is a nice, somber little bop. And after that, we have Kia. I thought there was one wound in this house. There's two. It's the opening track to her masterpiece, Forever You Go. And the lyrics are stunning, frankly. Thank you. 
happy belated birthday to the legend that is Intellect. This track is the first track off of his forthcoming album, The Master Returns. The song is called Sea King, and I just know he's going to take us to places that we haven't even thought about, to be honest, and I'm very excited to hear that project. Coming in, we have Alpha Mist with his most recent release, Run Out. Now this guy, we all know this guy, but he still continues to confound me with his ability and imagination. Go on, Alphamist. You are locked in to Bedroom Frequencies on Represent 107.3. Thank you. 
what's good peoples, Femi Tahiru here and you are now tuned in to Bedroom Frequencies. Those rooms could be. You know the boys are stuck. 
Regardless, you need me, I cruise to you. No, shit. to the part of the show where we turn up the dial just a little bit now you heard the sounds of Femi Tahiru with Signs he is a Northampton artist by the way of Manchester and he's just doing big things and um, I guess London better look out because the other cities are definitely on the rise after that we heard the sounds of Saxon we played th- I played this on the last show It's entitled Fluorescent Blue and it's out on Valentine's Day, so make sure you keep a lookout for that. And the last track you just heard was by an artist called Manet. I found her while I was trolling through SoundCloud and this track came onto my radar. It's amazing. It's called Apple Bottom Jeans. Now we're going to get into a favourite. This is from Demay and it's entitled Stuck in a Daze and it features Ego LMA. Trust or even maybe 
Beautiful people, this is Aggie Dix, and you're now listening to Bedroom Frequencies. Was good. <laughs>
the sounds of Danish artist Aggie Dix with Would You. She is just in her own lane doing amazing things, mixing neo-soul and hip-hop. Gotta check out Simmer EP, which this track comes off. And if you're listening, we would love to get you on the show. So hit us up. Coming in is a new track by Ray Alex, and this one is entitled Fade Eventually. I don't 
just heard the sounds of Erin Bentledge reworked by Amber Navran of Moonchild. She found the track on Erin's Instagram and became obsessed with it and then remixed it on that five track EP that track is from. And actually Erin is uh, now her backing singer. I think she did. The, I think she's uh, been her backing. She was her backing singer for the Tiny Death. Okay. Yeah. 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 So it's, which is nice, which is really, really nice. And obviously Anything touched by anyone from Moonchild is golden, isn't it? Blessed. It's, yeah, it's kind of... So thank you very much for that. Coming in now, Tramel, we have... Lexa Moore with Mosh. And this features our favourite Southeast Mandem, <laughs> Dips and Lowu. Ah! <laughs> I love Dips and Lowu so much. I know. <laughs> And uh, this is actually the last track from us today. Thank you so much for locking in. As usual, as always, we appreciate the love. Uh, Make sure you go and support Jaden Clover, who is our special guest for today. And support all the artists that we played on the show as well. If you loved anyone, go on their band camp and just, you know, spend a pound. Sometimes it's like 79p. Exactly, exactly. So go and support the artists when you can. And... We will be back in two weeks' time, same time. Until then, peace.
believe it. I Stay laying, Zanku's playing, champagne spraying Step on my nights and I might go saying At the side of the stage Waved, share but a babe when I know my name Brown with the braids, how can I complain? Caught five from the base and a Bombay Light up, light up, she won't float Break down green with the goat Six foot what? Crip game dope Creep for my twos, you can reach for the rope For the ting from the east Got an appetite for the vegan treats But tonight she's a fiend for them No sign of woes Wave to that Mavado, so I boast I'm so special, blessed souls But we moving mental, lost control Still celebrate life Took too many shots to the temple uh, Bounce back, that's usual Next round got me looking all frugal Toast with a man then Alex Hot, 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 hot.